Okay, we hope to have Sheer tomorrow night and Wednesday night and Shabbos Agaldo, and hopefully Sunday morning. So uh, my voice should uh, stay there and we'll be able to have all of them. And uh, this week I'd like to at least try to finish this uh, Shach and Taz in front of us and start the Divir Makil in the background to what the possibilities are. So let's go back for two-minute Chazara. And the Shail over here is giving schusim to Risham Gamurim who want to remain Risham Gamurim and perhaps want to do the mitzvah just for a protection and a skula. And the two rayas we started from are the only two rayas in all of Shas, Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, and Baba Mbuta, and Hordis. Both of which, both examples, are Osir, were it not for the fact that the second one had a need for refurbishing the base of Mikdash, and they couldn't be done any other way, as opposed to Daniel, who was trying to get stuck up for the Eden, and by the fact they're very poor, apparently it would have fixed itself in the long term, possibly even the short term. We began the last year, last uh, Wednesday, to, I told you outside, there's going to be a Shach and a Taz, who are both Machmer in this Shaila, without Kedak and Bekaidish. They expected people to be familiar with the Sugya, so they assumed that everybody would understand, and they did understand at that time. Problem is, it's quite a machlekes what they meant, and uh, we're going to go over the kasha now. So let's see, on page one, you have the two-sided and yud in the machaber again, yud in yud gimel. Yisrael, shehemer v'nelelah ben mi Yisraelis. They're both yidin. The kid is unquestionably Jewish. You can, Rahman Lutzlan, have a mumer. He can try to do whatever he wants to join another religion. It doesn't work. He's still a yid. Does not full kedushas Yisrael lagabe many dinim, and we treat him as an akum lagabe touching yayin and kabbonis and other things. But over here, the mother's Yisraelis. Obviously, her not that from still married to him, or was from, and he was from, and she's trying to wait till he comes back. Maybe she is from. Whatever it is, she's not a mumeris. And the beisayseif, after discussing in the bed of I quote the Bet Gabayis piece of Shachwal. The Maskar on the Machaber is Malamas of Shabbos, and certainly on Tuesday. During the week, there doesn't seem to be much of a Shaila. And the Shaila is, is a Dech Shabbos. Mila normally is Dech Shabbos. The Machaber here, Paskin, is the Yid. It is giving birth to another Yid. Yid and his wife, both Jewish. Malamas of Shabbos. Yud Gimel, and then we'll go to the Sistol the Chazar. Yud Gimel, Yisrael Shanola Ben Ben Me'evetz Chavim. This is a Gaita Shiksa, and the kid is not Jewish. And for doing a Geiris, it's a Midlo Shem Geiris. You can't do that on Shabbos, and therefore the Machara passes Ein Malanas of Shabbos. What's the Chiddush? Is the one of the million dollar questions here, and we have quite a few million of them. What we mentioned, I'm just trying to set the stage, as we always do before we uh, get to the kashas that we're used to them. Rabbi Kivegar has a suffix whether we should be machmer for Shittas Rashi, and his machlek is whether Rashi holds like that, it's a Stephen Rashi, whether or not an Akamal Babas Yisrael, where the mother is Jewish, 
does the kid need a mila and a tefillah l'shem geris? Ah, the Gemara says the vlad is kosher. Maybe vlad kosher is lafuke is not a mamzer, which was a machlek in the Gemara. No, so it's not a mamzer. It's kosher, but it's a guy. So if it's a guy, why would it be a mamzer? There's no mamzer is by guyim. Okay, that's a that's an issue for the sugya. But the shail over here is would it be a tzad lahachmer to do a mila if we paskin the kid is born Jewish. Rabbi Kivager is wondering maybe we should do the Milo L'Chumra L'Shem Geris, which means perhaps you shouldn't do it on Shabbos because if it's a Milo L'Shem Geris, it's not there for Shabbos. So as I mentioned, the meaning by Geris is we're not machmir to do a Geris, even though I could do it in five minutes to a toughest dam if you had a circumcision already and do a Tvila and hold on tight and not so tight for a minute and you're good to go. We don't do that. Why we don't? Because we don't paskin like that. As a shayla, does Rashi even hold like that? Okay, well, you think we machmer, but Kiveger is discussing the suffix, but we're not machmer. So as I mentioned, this quote or misquote that Rabbi Yashav held, you shouldn't do it on Shabbos because the suffix yid, maybe it's a middle of shame, the shame geiris, I didn't think was accurate, and uh, when I asked uh, Talmidim who know, they agreed. I mentioned this on Shabbos. It wasn't accurate. And we're not machmer, but if you have a shayla, whether it's a midla l'shem geiris, you have to do a tefillah afterwards also. It also doesn't make any sense. And we don't do a tefillah afterwards. <coughs> and we don't do a tefillah and a midla l'shem geiris if we're on Tuesday. Easy to do, especially if we're doing a midla on Tuesday anyway. Have a midla l'shem geiris, have a base in there, have two other men, and uh, do a tefillah. It takes another minute. We don't even do that. Uh, why not? Is a good guy. But we, we don't because Ray Ruber, the Rishayinam hold, Avlad Kasha means... He's Jewish. So big enough. I mean, the Shaila comes up all the time in America. Akamah Baba Israel is unfortunately very common. So we don't do it. If the Yid would come, and he's a best measure bocher, he's a younger man, and he finds out there's a sugya and there might be a shitas rash and he wants to do it, I would tell him very quietly, meet me at 11 o'clock at night in the following mikvah and we'll do our toughest dam. I would do it for him if he really wants, but that's not standard procedure. So that's not the reason not to do it on Shabbos. Uh, but have probably said, as you mentioned, the original tie-in, if um, Uncle Fred and uh, Aunt Amali and all the other people who are not yet firm are coming to the Bersan Shabbos, they're going to drive, and it's going to be Lefnever, then don't make the Bersan Shabbos. But that's a completely different consideration. So that's the Chazara from last week, and now we get to the most difficult part three, and that is a reason which sounds like it's a dindaresa, that maybe this is not Dech Shabbos, even if the kid is unquestionably a Yid, but the parents are very not from, and the mother is a Mumeris. Notice how the Mechaber himself says the mother is, Yisrael is not a Mumeris. Sounds like if she was a Mumeris and he was a Mumer, he wouldn't mal the kid. Even Mechaber be made dead. Why? And the Shach is going to make the point that, so if we think that this kid's not going to go up from, then we, we should not be doing the Mila on Shabbos, even though we have no issue with the Mila on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Why not? So before we explain why not, we're going to first see the Shach where he says it. Take a look at Tez Zion on the right-hand side, and the Mo'vi Amid. I broke it up. Tez Zion is the Shach over here. To enlarge it, Yid Zion is going to be on the next Amud. Everybody see it? Me Yisrael is this is a quote from the Bedek Abayas, who's the Beis Yasef. Bedek Abayas wrote Hagos, his own Hagos on the Beis Yasef. Linear, Dafila Nasi, Mumeres, Nami, Malam, Beshabes, Ben, Hanelid, Mehem. 
So the Machaba writes, Mi Yisraelis, but he's calling the Betagabayas, the Yisraelis is Lavdavke, even if she's a Mameris and he's a Mummer, he'll still do it on Shabbos, Shareim Chayav Machal Mitzvahs, because he's Jewish, she's Jewish, the Chayav and all the Mitzvahs. The Yisraelis, the Nakar, the Iter, Efshir, the Lo Lafuke Mameris, Elo Lafuke, Avde Kachavim. So, Akam Lashon Betagabayas. So, the Betagabayas is the base Yisif. So, the Diak I showed you, is the diak you would have made, but you can't make a diak in the Mechaber against the Beis Yisif, because Beis Yisif should know what he meant. And it says over here, Yisrael Shem Evanola Ben Miyisraelis, really it's Huadin Mumeris. He's Jewish, she's Jewish, whatever they did to get into Christianity, it's irrelevant, the kid's Jewish. And the Beis Yisif, the Betagabayas, holds that the result is a Yiddish kid has to get a Milam, a Viobach. Veli, so the Shach <coughs> disagrees. Veli lo mash malchi v'gam edusayim abedigabayis ve'enon amachzikin as such yates of the tabes ro. And here's the key: the Beis Yosef himself, the abedigabayis, says the reason we mal the kid is because we don't think the kid's going to go off the derech. Why? As I explained to you, the history of it before Askala was either you in the community, you out. If you were out, you had to often become a meshumer or a meiser. Unfortunately, and if you were in, even if you were not really with the program too much, Mustama, the kid's born, they go to Yeshiva, they go to Chayda, they're a very organized community, and a good chance he would grow up from. So, all of this, the scary part here is not just the Shach, the Beis would agree. If it all hinges on, is he going to become firm or grow up firm or not, then today the chances are even lower. We don't give up on anybody, they're about the truth, Baruch Hashem, but it's a very small number. So keep that in mind as we read on. First word line of the is the father's a mummer, therefore because the kid is a boy, he goes after his father. And the mother's gonna have a good influence. And even though the father's a mummer, the mother's gonna stay in the community, the father's out. And we hope they don't go to the little league together and play ball and hang around together, which in Europe they weren't doing because the father was out and the mother was in. If the, if the kids buy his father, they probably wouldn't bring, bring him for a bris. So the father's out. You know, it sounds like they're still married, but okay. Maybe they were married at the time. Lamaisa, we think there's a fair chance. The mother's the Israelis, from, not from, she's not a Mumeris. Avakashima Mumeris Usser. And the Shah says, Allah said, but he has a good side to say, they say to himself, says it depends on what's going to happen with this kid in all likelihood. So if the mother is a Mumeris, then for sure they're going to be off. And if she's Israelis, so then decent chance she's going to be in, and that's fine. But the Bezak himself and the Machaber doesn't hold to the dig we're making in his Machaber because it says, me Israelis, he says, nah, that's, uh, that happens to be the case. La Fuke, uh, You'll say, what's the Chiddush? <laughs> Shiksa, the kid's not Jewish. Okay. Yud Zion. The individual doesn't have a So the baby doesn't have his own Chiv. So somebody already, uh, two people already asked, doesn't Bastin have a Chiv over here to step in if the parents aren't doing it? So I'll give you the heads up now because we might not get to that before Pesach. So just so people shouldn't lose sleep over that particular point, the Divir Makil is what the tshuva we're going to concentrate on. Is going to suggest at the end of his tshuva that maybe Basin doesn't have a chiv when the parents don't have a chiv. 
Well, the parents, Batsam, have a chiv. Yes, but not to do it on Shabbos, because if it's not the Shabbos, if the parents aren't from, then Basin shouldn't be doing it either. So you're saying, is Basin still the general chiv? Yeah, so do it on Sunday. The referendum over here is only on Shabbos. So that's the pillow over here. No one says yet we're going to have one possibility. No one says, yes, you shouldn't do it on Tuesday. You all know what the suggestion is going to be. What, what, is there a side you shouldn't do it on Tuesday? So you all know, but that's where we came from last week in the Sugya. Maybe you shouldn't give them the schus. Because maybe you shouldn't make them look good, and maybe you shouldn't make them think that they're tzaddikim and people emulate them, whatever this far is. But right now we're not discussing that. Right now we're discussing, is this Deicha Shabbos? So for the sound bite, we didn't uh, get to the next shach yet, but the shach has a sarachi, and if the mother is mumerish, should we be doing it at all? He's learning the Mechaber holds you do as a kid, Sayyid, and he's not convinced because that could be from, and therefore you shouldn't do it on Shabbos. But he doesn't explain why not. Mam Shik has a tshuva. The Guinness Vodom also has a tshuva, but that part of that we'll see inside, where they're making drushes. This is a pella. We don't make drushes post Chasimah Satamud normally, and we're very stark about that. We will not make a drusha unless we do. Um, I know that sounds. Uh, kind of, I, we really don't. I'm, I'm not trying to be facetious. It's uh, it's a rare occasion, and whenever it happens uh, from an achron, there's always going to be an attack from what come out of the other achronim that it's a very good drasha. It makes a lot of sense. But we can't make drushes. And the answer always going to be they don't put it in print. They'll say, "I'm not making a drush." That's pushup shot. Like didn't see if we had with the mechemes shoshos of invading other countries of Ishmael Achiv. He dashes that. In, it's not a drush and shas. He has great rayas from shas, but he darshans a pasuk as he does a number of times. He has, that's a push of shas. That's not a drusha. So once in a while, that will happen. It's rare, and whenever it happens, there's always a big machlekes. So the Maram Sheik, I'm just conditioning you, so you'll understand why there's pushback on it. Maram Sheik says basically. This is a Maram Shik and a couple of other Acharnim in, in one shot. The Maram Shik talks about Yud Gimel Brises, how the Hashivas of the Bris part that were being Makabal to bring a Yid into the world, train him, be Mechanachim, bring him up as a citizen of Klai Yisrael, Shem Yitera Mitzvahs. So basically, put it in Amdusha uh, terms, the Tzvei Dinim in a Bris. There's a Bris. So this is a very important yesoid, if this is true. And the Mamshik and others hold that it is true in his Pshat and the Shach. And the Shach doesn't spell it out. There's a bris and a milah. No? So what's a milah? It's the easy part. That's the cut. It's gotta, I don't know if there are a you got to do Priya. We'll get back to that soon. And then there's a bris. A bris in fancy English is a covenant. Let's call it a deal. You're undertaking as parents to be Machan of the kid. So you're bringing them into Klai Yisrael to be... If they're not with the program, and they're clearly not, they're not from, or worse, they're a mumer mumeris. So that's not a full bris mila. It's still a mila, but it's not a bris mila. So on Tuesday, you want to do a mila, we'll see what happens later. But to be there, Shabbos, you need a full bris. That is probably one of the biggest chedushim you will hear this week, or at least tonight. The shach doesn't say, that's a lot to say. The shach is presupposing that we know that. There's no drush like that. They're just, Mom Sheikh and others would say, that's the pasha. We're not, we don't need drusha for this. It's called a bris mila. It's called a mila. It's called a bris mila. You're good more brises. Stay with that. I'm not making a drusha. That's the pasha shot. Half a little fella. And the machaber 
is saying, sort of agreeing with the, if you make the dik like the shach does, that if the mother is Yisraelis, then good, he'll stay with the program, if the mother is not. But the Machaber himself and the Maskana Betagabayas, Machaber says, Yisraelis, lafuke akum. But what's the Kiddush? And the problem is the Bedek Abayas also seems to hold the Svar that it all depends on what's the likelihood of staying with the program. So then everybody would agree the likelihood is next to 1% and we shouldn't do it on Shabbos. And the Shach we just saw is the first half is quoting the Bedek Abayas. And the short version of which he says, just look back at the beginning of Tezayin again, the easy way in the Mechaber is he's chayv and mitzvahs and it doesn't make a difference. They're fry, they're mumarim. It doesn't make a difference. The kids Jewish, they're chayv and mitzvahs. So they're mumar. So why not have a mumar do a mitzvah? That's cut and dry, no pun intended, and that's very easy to... So the Mechaber himself, Paskins, that Malamus of a is in all circumstances. But the Shach feels, no, it should depend on whether or not he's going to remain from, or the chance he will be from. That's quite a Machlikas. You think the Shach just says, Sarachin, take a look at Yud Zayin, which is on the flip side, just on the right-hand side, in the second page. Malan Aisai, Kasa Besev Bedek Abayis, Shem Rashbats, the Mamzer Malanus of Shabbos. So, Yudah, you're going to ask, what's the Chiddush? Mamzer is Chayv and all the mitzvahs. And the Havamin is that uh, the Mamzer might not live. Suffolk Mamzer doesn't live, and we don't say uh, a whole trilah, the Kaimis Ayel Razet, which we don't buy a bris of a Mamzer. I, if I'm present at a bris and they would forget to say that. I would quickly remind them. So you'll say, a place that would forget to say that, they're probably Amaratsim. So I say, yeah, but if there's one person there who's not, and he hears they didn't say that, he's going to make some horrible assumptions. But the din is, if the kids are moms there, we don't say that. So you're wondering, well, if we don't say it, is nobody going to find that he's a moms there? The answer is, that's the din. They better find there's a moms there, because if they don't, somebody's going to marry him. And he should get married, and half the Achranim hold his chayv and pruvu. But that's with a uh, Geras, Mamzeris, if they want to have no choice, they perpetuate it. But that's a complicated topic. But they, uh, I told over a nice once, a blazer silver in Cincinnati. Only a blazer silver can do it, and of all the cities to do it in. But that's why Hashem put a blazer silver in the most anti religious city in America, Cincinnati, Ohio. Not anymore. Now it's Haimish uh, Shtat. Uh, if anybody's listening, Cincinnati and somebody is. Uh, so that's why I added that in. So uh, he, uh, he was at a bris and they asked him to be the father belonged to an Otak Shul. He was the chief rabbi of the city. They asked him to speak and say some nice words. He said a beautiful Dvar wished a warm mazel tov to the family. And right before he sat down, he announced, and by the way, I want everybody to know this is a bris with hundreds of people that this young Rachanimol is a mamzer. And then he sat down. There was a little bit of a pandemonium uh, situation over there, uh, and some people weren't too happy. That's the din. I've never heard of a case where somebody did that nowadays, but Baruch Hashem, we don't have too many cases where it's a confirmed situation like that. But that would be the din. So the fact that uh, there is a havamina, maybe we shouldn't malin, because maybe we don't say kaimesiel, and maybe we're not interested in... Uh, Dealing with the Kamash Malan, it's Chayv and Mitzvah. You have to deal with it. And the uh, kid is Chayv and Mila. 
That's an aside. Kasavoid, Besefer Betagabai Zelashana. Kasav Barachas Chaim Beshem Rambam. Hakaraim. Now listen carefully. So we're talking about Mumarim. We're talking about from, not yet from. The Karaim were always a mixed bag. There were certain Kufas where they were more open to being Makurav. Others where they were very combative. But they were certainly Apikursim because they only did what they saw in Tarsh of Iksav and not Tarsh Balpez. You can't get anything right. And sometimes they were combative, and it makes a difference over here. See, if you have a community of Karayim, and they're not always talking Lashonah about Rabbanim who are fulfilling the Torah, and not openly rejecting, they just don't keep it because they're but they're not openly fighting and rejecting and making fun of Chachmei Mishnah Vashas. Nochon lanu, this is Kirv 101. Nochon lanu, lachabdam, lalaches, lisho, bishlamam. You should go out of your way to say hello to them and ask how they're doing. Be friendly. Kirv 101. All right, they're not anti and they don't know Benjaminim is Smolom, so be a kind of them. Afil bobateam and go to the house. Ulam albaneam, and if they have a baby, malvin. That's a big thing. They karam multi generations already. We're saying to Malvim, Afilu B'Shabbos. When? Hecha de Gazer Luhu Gzeira Didan. Interesting playing word. When they cut our cut, which means the Karaim didn't have Torah Shemal Peh. So they don't mean it's a circumcision. You cut off the all of it. They didn't do Priya. It's a Puzzle Amila. It's Chilo Shabbos if you do that on Shabbos. So he's encouraging them go to their house, be Makar of them, offer to do a bris, get a from Moyom. If they agree to cut like we cut, if they stop us and they start saying, no, 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 don't take your fingernail and start dealing with the Arapriya, if they're going to stop us, then it's going to be Chil Shabbos. You can't do it, and it's all spelled out. And if you do that, maybe they'll have kids and they'll do tshuva. And the, that generation, next generation, and therefore we'll do it on Shabbos. Everybody got a first one line, Zakan Lashana. Shuvas Rabbeinu Batzal Ashkenaz. He says to him maybe Divya Rama Rabbeinu Haigain. He brings it and he says, unfortunately, in his time, in his place, different generation, different place. Kasav Nim says Lama Kipikaram Hadarim Etzlenu Bazman Hazem. Apparently, a lot changed, different community, and they were combative, and they were ridiculing, and they rejected every act of possible friendliness and cure. That which Rav Haigon said that they were sort of leaning and predisposed to listening to the Chachamim. Ben Abbasal says that's wonderful. Not the case over here. Not happening and they're totally not receptive. Every day they get worse. And they don't do me not interested. They do Mila, but they don't do Priya, which means they're not doing Mila, because they don't have Tarash Shemal Peh. And they will refuse our Fermailim, and therefore you can't try to help them, because they'll say, yeah, if you want to come to our bris, we're having it on Shabbos, but we're using one of ours, and there's no chont, and it's dark. Whatever all the funny things they did there. So, um, okay, the bris is by day, so maybe they open the window. And they won't allow any of our Abanim into their house. Like, they will not allow us to even try to do Kirov. 
They see somebody from who might actually teach them something, they will run away like they're running away from a snake. So, Rabbeinu Batzal is just saying, Rabbeinu Haigan was speaking about the Ganyam in his Kufa, in his place. Unfortunately, that's not what the facts were by Rabbeinu Batzal Ashkenazi's community. What? Did the Rambam also have a lot of success? He had a lot of Akhmas, a lot of success. That depends on each, uh, each time and, and uh, what you can accomplish. He's just reporting the facts. I thought they don't dive in Nusuch Ashkenaz, Svarad, it's far worse. They don't dive in Shmon Esrei. That's time they don't dive in, it's all Torah Shabbat, so they're not going to take an Ashkenaz the Gedela. So they have, the, their religion has no Shaykhis to what Yiddishkeit is. They're not allow you to do it. So what's the problem over here? So here there's a logistical issue. It's, it's, you can't do it because they won't allow you to make any inroads to be makar of them, they won't even allow you to do the meal right, which case is direct to the Shabbos. And the debate over here seems to be, is there a chance that you can make a Rosham on them? So according to the Shach, if there's a decent chance, then you could do it on Shabbos. If there isn't, you can't, because you can't do the meal on Shabbos, forget the fact they're not doing Priya, and to compound the problem, they're not doing Priya, which means the meal itself is possible, in which case you can't do it on Shabbos. How do they know where to go? How do you know what? How do the Quran know where to do the middle? Uh That's, you know, it's interesting. You can ask that kasha on almost any mitzvah they have because nothing makes sense without Teresh Abalpeh. And he's going to make mention of the fact that, you know, maybe they might come around and realize that it's Sheker because you can't know anything without Teresh Abalpeh. But not everybody is willing to realize that because to admit the truth means you've got to change and start keeping mitzvahs. So, um, but, so good kasha. And um, that if, if you'd ask them that, they'd probably say, what are you, crazy? Everybody knows that. Well, you've got to do it. Up. <laughs> everybody knows that because we have Allah Hamashri Sina. Yeah. Priya, by the way, was not the only Allah Hamashri Sina that was Chal later in the time of Yeshua Benun. It it's a very fascinating Allah Hamashri Sina. Yeah. So I went to Yeshiva in there's a shul right, with the uh, Quran sure, yeah. there. So one of the Rabbanans was a little bit more uh, like adventurous. These things. So he invited him for a debate, the, the rabbi there. <laughs> and what it turned out was that they, they, they have their own Torah Shabbat path that they just had. How? They have it. It appeared. But, but they have, they have. I know where it appeared. There was a mountain, and there was a guy who came down from a mountain. But they, and they, they, there was, we've heard stories like that. They, they start they, new religions all the time. They think they have something. I, of course, they always think that they're always going to fill in something because they can't, uh, without a Maseri, you can't exist, which is the inherent problem of every religion that followed the only true religion, is they always have to start with some MS. Yes, the, all the major religions. Of course, the Yidin, Yamanif, Chavada, Sinai, we got Mount Sinai, we got hospitals, it's, got the, it's all there. And then uh, we change something. Okay, so that's always, that's always going to be the storyline. Sad, but there's a number of issues over here. Then you got the aunts and the uncles driving. But besides that, you have it, you got to do the Mila right, they don't allow you to, without Priya, there's no Mila. And the main point, which we're not finished with yet, is even if you're doing it right, 
is there a problem doing it on Shabbos? The Shach thinks there might be if there's very little chance it can grow up from. And the Taz is convinced it's a problem. Take a look at Taz right here in Tess, the bottom in Tess. Key line is we think he's going to remain in the fold because his mother is Jewish and not a Mumeris. Shavlat Kusis, this is going in the next Machaber, that if it's born from a Kusis, from a Goita, from a Shiksa, Shavlat Kusis, he comes of a Kasa, Beis Yisabetik Abayis, Yisraelis Mamerish Alida Mimumer Malam Beshabis, Alpha Pisha Chatu Yisraelim Haim. No. So why does it say that only he's a Mumer? Hatanaka Mumer Shanasi Yisraelis. Which is what we saw in the Shach. Maskan of the Betta Gabayas is that the Dik is not correct, and that's why the Machaber says it doesn't make a difference. What he is, what she is, just Lafuke Kusis. But the Taz disagrees. He says, not Mashma like that. <laughs> why do we need Lafuke uh, Shiks? Of course, then the kid's not Jewish. La Mashma came The entire Sogi, according to the Taz, and probably the Shach, hinges on do we think. He's going to remain from or not. Kivin Shimi Israeli, she's not a Mumeris, Bezeshimu Mumeris, but if the father's a Mumer and the mother's a Mumer, Mumeris, Vadai Machzikna Sabakach, Ve'en Lamel Abishabis. Avagashanes and Salimol, ah, you'll do it on uh, Tuesday for sure, and here the parents are bringing him for a meal. Doesn't that show they're doing tshuva? So why can't we do it on Shabbos if it hinges on where they'll be coming from? So isn't this a good sign? They want the kid to be mauled. So he says, not necessarily, unfortunately. This is so powerful. You hear his kasha? He's saying, it all depends on where the kids are from. So isn't this a step in the right direction? The parents, the mummer and the mummeris themselves, who left the community, are bringing the kid to Mal. Your average mummer and didn't do that. They were part of the Christian society already. If they valued their life, they wouldn't do that. So they're coming, they want the mela. So isn't that a step in the right direction? So why do we have hopes the kid's going to be Jewish? So he said, no, because the parents are still remaining fry, and we see they are, and they didn't ask us, can we come for Shabbos? <laughs> so this thing they picked, they wanted, very nice, but that's not good enough to do it on Shabbos. Or another answer, which is pretty frightening also. So maybe they have a din of a mumalachal like almost like a din of a guy, in which case um, they happen to want to do milah. That doesn't help the general status, and therefore we should not be doing this kid on Shabbos. Again, it doesn't talk about weekday. Sounds like weekday we would, because why not? Shabbos, the Shailuchol Shabbos. We mentioned the Mom Shik says, because you have bris and you have Mila, and there's no bris action over here. That's one possible draw show. Shach and the Taz don't explain. The Maskan the Taz is we should not do this bris on Shabbos. The Minig is we do. We might not if the parents are going to drive, and it's going to be directly from Neva. If the aunts and uncles are going to drive, maybe it's not directly from Neva if nobody asked them to come. We mentioned Rabbi Yoshev holds that's okay, but that's the Marwell discount. I'm making a bris and I didn't ask you to drive. It's not my problem. The parents are going to drive, which is more than the case. We don't do it for that reason. But let's say they all live in the same neighborhood within one block. No one's driving. So Allah Chalamaisis comes up every day in America, every Shabbos. Can you do a bris of a kid who the whole family is fried? The kid's probably going to be fried. They want a bris because they're Jewish. It's very nice. Should we tell them to do it on Sundays? The Taz says, yeah, tell them to do it on Sunday. The Shach thinks you should probably tell them to do it on Sunday. And the Machaber says you can do it on Shabbos. And the Ramadans argue. The minute is, if we can square away the massive driving issue, we usually do it on Shabbos, which is like the Mechabed Armah doesn't comment, so let's assume it's the Mechabed Armah, which is fine. The question is, uh, 
start up with the Shachanatah is a little bit uh, frightening. It's not because of the Geiris issue where the father's a guy and maybe the kidneys are Geiris, uh, according to some shittas. It's this Shaila. Can you do it on Shabbos? And the Shachanatahs, both bring it down. The Taz is very strong about this issue. He says you shouldn't do it. He never explains why not. What's the drosha? So with that, we'll give the other possibility is we only have a couple of minutes and we'll start a Mitzvah Shem. I'll show you inside tomorrow night. The Divri Malkiel. Divri Malkiel has a tshuva where the shayl asks him this very shayla. What's pshat in this issue of not doing a bris? He says, why shouldn't you do the bris? He basically asks his kasha, but uh, what's surprising here is you have, this is Hilchaz Mila. Hilchaz Mila is not that long. And this is pretty nagea. And it's a machaber. And it's a shach and a taz. And I would have expected a million more tshuvas on this. And there aren't. Divi Malkiel is uh, well known for those dealing with shaylas, but not a household name. And you would think uh, the Pesach Tshuva on the daf, on the Shachan Taz, brings Zacharin and said, not like the Shachan Taz, and we do the Mila. But the fact that it isn't such an explosive issue in the Tshuvas is, um, is a bit surprising. It could be they all knew. The minute he goes, we do it anyway, we don't go with the Shachan Taz, we go with the Chavad Lamaisa, Divi Malkiel does have a fascinating Tshuva on it. And one of the things he's going to suggest, which Mr. Shem will see tomorrow night, is the fact that maybe there's a tzai, he's going to quote uh, uh, somebody who tainas this, that we don't want to give them schusen. And we've had that theme for the past week. Why? So some of you suggested we don't want to make them look good or we don't want them to be in Gan Eden, the Talmidim, but that's really for a Chetim, these people might be minding their own business and not having a bad Ashba. They're just not from or he's a mummer. That, that far wouldn't apply. So we should be bothered by the fact, and many of you ask this, I'm bothered by it, Divim Achil is also going to be bothered by it. Why shouldn't you allow him to do a mitzvah? What does it hurt? Could be a Marasai, they could parade themselves as, as big tzaddikim, they did Mila, and people are going to follow them. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. Let's say they're low profile people and they come to do the mitzvah Mila. So why shouldn't we afford them the opportunity? And there seems to be nobody on the daf, Shachtaz, Muhammad Amar, discusses Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Arab Shabbos. That's push it, we do it. So nobody seems to have an issue with it. So he's going to quote the notion that. Maybe it's like Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel giving advice to Rishon who are not repentant, but he's going to reject it. And he rejects it because it's, why shouldn't we allow him? Maybe if they do the mitzvah, he'll get firmer. Maybe it'll be a schus for them. Now, don't take that to the bank yet. I think that, I agree. I think it's true because during the week we give Mamila. Nobody had a problem. The Shach didn't have a problem with that. Taz didn't have a problem with that. The issue is so, why don't you let Nebuchadnezzar give Stucker? Maybe he'll get firmer or get into becoming generous and he'll become not such a big Russia. And why don't you give Hordus a chance to build the base of Mikdash? The Gemara says the only reason we did it is because there's no other way to do it. Otherwise, we would not have given him this chus. Why not? He's an Ebed. He's high from Mrs. Maybe he'll get warmer to Yiddish guy. The Gemara did not say this relatively simple terrorist. This is a Jewish kid. Yeah, but the kid himself is not high. Yet. If the kid would come to us at 13 and say, by the way, I didn't get a bris because we on Shabbos and there was a whole din which I was overhearing then but I never understood because I was only eight days old, whether we should do it on Shabbos or not. I don't know what the mascara was, but I'm 13. Can you help me? What's the answer? Of course. Can you do it on Shabbos? Of course not. It's not a Mila Basman anymore. It's 13 years late. 
Okay, we'll help them on Sunday. No, no, yeah, it's his mom, but not the day, right away. It's not Shabbos man, it's not Dechah Shabbos. That's that's uh, that's partial. So so we'll just help him out. But right now he's eight days old. It's not Chayv Mitzvahs. The parents you would think are he's a yid. So that's what we're trying to explain. What's the shach and the taz? What's the hesitation about doing a Shabbos? So apparently, let's take like the Shik and others. It's not a full din mila. It's not Dechah Shabbos. But Sunday is fine. So why isn't there a problem giving him schusim? The answer is giving schusim, not giving schusim, and the whole debate is by Rishayim, like Nebuchadnezzar. Okay, Nebuchadnezzar is not Chayv uh, and Staka, so why give him any schusim? But who is this? So part of the debate is fascinating, so make sure you're here tomorrow night. He debates, let's first figure out, is Bob and Buta talking to somebody? Who is this? Is an Evid, who thinks he's not an Evid, thinks he's king. Who's Chayv Mitzakisha? Is an Isha Chayv and Binyan Abayas? Is an Evid Chayv and Binyan? He was Jew, but not full Jew, he wasn't. He was, he was Chayv Mitzakisha. If you were full Jew, it wouldn't be an issue. Well, that's the debate over here. This is a pretty crucial shayla. The Dimakil is going to argue... He's fry as can be, but he wants to do a mitzvah now. So do the mitzvah. What's the problem? But it's not that the Demarkir recognizes the shach had no problem with it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But he had a problem on Shabbos because it's not Techa Shabbos. That's not necessarily a steer. Question is, then what's the reason for Shabbos? And what should be the din on a regular weekday if the person's a rush musha, non-repentant, actively fighting religion, but he wants a meal and he wants an orthodox meal. So, what's the din? And we know the din is during the week. We definitely do it. And I think the minute it gives on Shabbos, we do it also. But that last part is not so partial. Mitzvah Shem will explore tomorrow night. Okay.